Yeah, so it's actually um, a chapter in a book that I would recommend. Um, the book is great, actually. The book that you'll you'll enjoy the book, especially like being involved in in baseball and if you just like sports in general. Um, but there's one chapter that is like mandatory reading for for any parent, any player that's in the recruiting process, and it's a book by um, a guy named Malcolm Gladwell, who you probably know. He's you know he's one of those kind of uh, famous guys. He's been on ESPN and CNN and um, I think he writes for the New York Times, but and as TED Talks, he wrote Outliers and uh, Tipping Point. And so, you, if you don't know him, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything he's written about sports. I think he sometimes takes some pretty broad, thin ideas and kind of talks about them as fact. But um, there's one book he wrote called David and Goliath. And it's basically like a, a book about underdog stories and studies and, and research on um, how underdogs overcome odds. And, um, you know, like I said, there's, there's great sports stories in it. So it's, it's a great overall book. But if you wanted to go to Barnes & Noble and just read one chapter and kind of put it back, um, there's a chapter that the, the premise of the chapter is based on a study. And, or, I say, or I say it's based on a study, but the premise of the chapter is... Um, is it better to be last in your class at Harvard when you graduate or say, at, you know, first in your class at a school like University of Virginia, which is, you know, certainly no slouch of a school, but um, odds are you could probably take the valedictorian at a lot of schools and probably interchange it with, you know, someone at the bottom of the class in Harvard. So, you know, before reading that chapter, I would have said it would be better to be, uh, you know, at the bottom of your class in Harvard, thinking that, you know, that the brand name of Harvard would carry, you know, on your resume for the rest of your life. And, and Harvard is one of those words that has kind of a visceral effect when you say it, you know. Um, so I, I thought, probably like many of you listening, that um, it better go to Harvard. Um, so what the study found out was that it was really two different experiences of each student. Um, and this wasn't student athletes just in general, but um, the, 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 the student that was at Harvard that graduated last in, in their class, um, you know, they spent four years doing nothing but studying. You know, they, they spent their time in their dorm and a library and labs and classrooms and stressed out of their mind, uh, worried all the time about uh, failing out or, or um, you know, not being able to stay in school. Um, and being kicked out of Harvard, right, is not a great thing. Um, uh, and like, like they didn't have a great college experience. You know, they didn't get to do a lot of the kind of stuff that kids do because of the stress of the of the academic workload. And and to boot, um, they were kind of the dumb kid. You know, so even you know at Harvard, like it's you're you're obviously at the top of the academic uh, you know world, but in that universe, you were the dumb kid. So. Um, there was something to be said there. And what they saw was that um, long-term, that effect of that struggle, that strain, that stress, and kind of being the dumb kid and, and, and switching to just, um, you know, how do I survive? How do I survive in this, you know, stressful academic environment um, really had a toll on their self-esteem, their self-worth, and their confidence, um, even though they had a great brand name behind them. Now, uh, conversely, they went to the, the, the valedictorian at a lesser name school, 
Um, and what they found was the complete opposite, that that, that student was celebrated. That student thrived. That student did really well. That student had a great college experience. And, you know, they still obviously spent their time um, studying and doing the work because they're at the top of their class. Nobody gets there without that. But it was just a really interesting um, uh, research, you know, study that looks at, you know, I can't tell you how many times kids have gone to a baseball school because it was a better brand name baseball school. But... You know, they spent four years hoping they weren't going to get cut, struggling for playing time, you know, switching to survival mode just to stay on the team or, or keep their position or um, versus could they have been in a better place that had more of a five star, um, you know, blend and been in a situation that they would thrive, you know, and, and play. So I wonder how many players have gone to, uh, you know, bigger name schools and had their uh, development stunted. And maybe it cost them opportunities, you know, to play beyond college because they had to switch to kind of a stressed out survival mode like the Harvard student. Um, and it's, you can't be you can't be in development when you're in stressed out survival versus had they gone to maybe a lesser known school or a school with a lesser athletic reputation. And maybe they would have thrived and they would have developed into a better athlete along the way. So it's just a really interesting concept. And I think I think that that understanding that idea of. Um, and, it, and it just goes back to everything that we're saying is that the idea is to put your son in a situation that he will thrive, not the best brand name or the best reputation, uh, you know, school that's out there. Hey guys, Paul Ruddick here. These clips are taken from calls that I do every week for the baseball community. And these calls are absolutely free to join. If you would like to join these calls, go to baseballcallwithpaul.com, baseballcallwithpaul.com. And you can see the schedule of our upcoming calls. We tackle a different subject each week, recruiting, pitching, hitting, the mental game, uh, coaching, uh, parent-player uh, relationships, anything you could think of, anything that helps our young players navigate this new and ever-changing world of amateur baseball and there's a point in every call where you can ask questions so if you'd like to do that you can or you can just listen in so go to baseball call with paul and the schedule of our upcoming calls is there thanks